Hey there, believers. Let's get through this commercial break first so we can enjoy a full show. Do you want to be prepared for anything that could happen in day-to-day life or when disaster strikes? From the office to the outdoors, then please go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check out the packs that they have to offer. They're made in America, and I mean every single piece of fabric, hardware, buckle, and frame. All the labor, too, is right here in America. So when you buy from Squatch Survival Gear, you're supporting multiple small businesses right here at home. I've become good friends with Chris. Um, He's a military vet. So all of these packs are made to mill spec. All right, so they're all military standard packs. They're good for everything. These things are virtually bomb proof. I promise you, I own two of them. I have the Rock Ape and the Mothman pack. They cannot be beaten. I've I've had gear all my life. I had gear in the military. I have gear when I go hunting. I have gear for camping. The Squatch Survival gear changes the game. All right, I, I take one to work every day. I take the Mothman pack with me to work. Just use it as a regular backpack, but it's so functional. It's it's just unbelievable quality. All right, so please go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Now, to save 15% site-wide, I encourage you to use promo code 23BUMP. That's 23BUMP to save 15% site-wide. Hosea 4.6 says, my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. So now that we have this knowledge, we have to remember to walk in 2 Timothy 1.7, which says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When he turned his back, from shoulder to shoulder, looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. We've got a great episode today. I feel kind of goofy because this is the third time I've tried to record an intro. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but today I'm bringing on Megan. I found her. I stumbled upon her show uh, or her account on TikTok, and I was just drawn in by her stories. Um, she would reveal snippets of her journey into and in and out of 
witchcraft. And I was just fascinated by it. And I wanted to hear the whole story. And she hadn't done that at the time. I think since then she has put the whole story out there on TikTok. Uh, but she come on the show with me at the end of September. And um, just due to having uh, a few episodes in queue, it, it got delayed and getting released, uh, which works out. You know, everything works out the way it's supposed to. And, um, you know, it's it's spooky week, spooky season. And this does not lack in spooky. So if you if you like the the thrills and the chills, you're going to get it. But there is a very wonderful and positive message here. And on top of that, Megan disclosed something. Just giving some detail, just threw something out there um, that went on when she was younger. And it it stood out to me really big because what it does is it gives me confirmation on something that I've been kicking around for like two years. And <laughs> just when it happens, you'll hear it. Uh, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. And... I think this episode is honestly like a puzzle piece in the grand scheme of what's really going on out there in the world. And I hope you share this episode. I hope you listen to this episode. Um, I hope it moves you the way it moved me. And I cannot wait for you to hear it. I cannot wait to hit social media. Um, talking about this because if you guys pick up on what she lays down this episode is a game changer share this episode all right i'll 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 stop i'm not making this bigger than what it is this episode is awesome so please go to tiktok find megan her account is megan nicole um you'll know what the the picture the little avatar on her account it's just like a uh, gold or brown circle with a little, a little small cross in the middle. So it's it's just real plain, real simple. Um, but she's got tons of followers. I've been watching this account blow up. Um, I think she's gained prob probably five thousand followers since we talked, and that's before this episode got released. So. <laughs> I just, I can't wait to see. Um, I can't wait to see what the Lord does for her through her testimonies. All right. Let's go. I think. There it goes. So I think. I'll just start from like the beginning because. I think it has. has a lot of reason to why I even ended up in witchcraft so um I grew up in like a pretty abusive household uh my dad was like really a giant alcoholic drug user very abusive mentally verbally just constant like just it was horrific and he was really abusive to my mom and my sisters so growing up I grew up in the Methodist church but I did not I never related with God 
because I didn't understand how God could allow me as a child and my sisters to have such a horrific upbringing. Um, and I just feared he did not love me or care about me. So I knew of God. I knew I should fear God, but I did not have a relationship with him at all. Like didn't ever talk to him, didn't nothing. And I knew I should um, ask Jesus to be in my heart. And I did when I was young, but it wasn't anything heartfelt. There was no, it was just all like, I know I'm supposed to, but then you know, turned 17 years old, I no longer was forced to go to church. So I didn't. And I was looking to the world for everything I needed, didn't have love at home. So I, of course, dated and dated and dated. And I looked in validation in my friendships, uh, partying. So that turned to partying, drinking, drugs. Um, You know, I whatever I had done pretty much everything under the sun basically and I was never like I never felt happy or content or satisfied at all and um I just fear like this was just life one day I'll die I'll go to heaven because I'm a pretty good person and that's it well I met my husband and um he was a Christian but also he would say he's not religious and he didn't like church he didn't like the whole church setup. but he too believed in God. He feared God. So it was like the perfect storm where neither of us were encouraging each other to find anything, but we thought, you know, we had each other, we were good. So I remember last year, because that's when I got into witchcraft really heavy was just last year. And I remember um, one day just being like, there's got to be more. Like there has to be something else out there. And I don't think it's just God because I had heard about new age and like there being other gods and goddesses. And I was like, surely Christians aren't the only people that got it right. right. There's, there's too many like religions out there. It just didn't make sense. Like there's like, how do we know that's real? Well, I worked with somebody who was a Christian, but she also um, dabbled in witchcraft. And she was like, you know, basically I do both. So I'm like covered by God. So if I die, I'm going to heaven, but also I can do all these other things. I can cast these spells and I can have, you know, I know what's about to happen because of my tarot cards and all of this. And immediately I was just like, whoa. And then it it felt like someone was like, it it felt like something was saying, yeah, like do that, do that. That sounds right. Yeah, I'm sure it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. This is exactly what I've been missing. This is exactly what I, this is what I've been searching for my whole life. The universe has brought me to this moment for this reason. Yeah. And um, I remember when she took me to this witchy store, which I became a, a immediate regular at. Um, and it was owned by a witch. And um, I remember talking to her and just feeling like vibrations in the whole building and just feeling this is where I belong. Yeah. And the way they speak about it is like, 
it just made so much sense because they would immediately say things like, you know, pagans, Christianity got everything from pagans and this is actually the right thing. And they would try to discredit everything in the Bible and how old the earth is. And that doesn't make sense. And then, you know, why is there magic in the world? And it was just, I was just, and I wanted it. I wanted that information. Like I wanted to hear that. I, that, this was all making perfect sense in my brain. And, um, I had already had like a shopping addiction at this point, again, trying to fill a God-sized hole with everything but God. So I went crazy. Like literally I bought like every single herb, every single oil, uh, multiple tarot decks, tons of crystals. And I told them like, I want to be taught in this. Like, I want to know how to do this. I bought probably 50 books. It was insane. And I started learning from them. And I really started, um, I started casting spells and I started reading tarot for myself and for other people. And I saw that things were actually coming too. And I was like, this is real. Like, this isn't just make, make believe. Like literally I, I read a tarot spread for somebody and that happened for them like within the next week yeah which now i know is putting verbal curses on people because they were like oh yeah that's going to happen they came in agreement with that and then it happens but i thought i was actually a witch i thought that this was my destiny i thought i had always been a witch and that's why i didn't fit in at church it's why i didn't fit in with christianity and i was like i'm a witch but then i started i was like but there's a tiny voice in my head was like, what about God though? Like, what if you're wrong? And I was like, well, then I'll be a Christian, witch. just like my whole life, I'll believe in God just enough, just in case. Right. Uh, but I, and I want to say this, I had never read the Bible. Right. I didn't listen to church. I did not know what God's word said about anything, nor did I look into it at all. But I would buy 50 books on witchcraft and I was reading those all day long. Yeah. And I started doing more and more. So I would put, you know, warding spells on my house and I would talk to the spirits in my house and I would invite, you know, my quote unquote ancestors in when I was doing tarot reading and I was inviting entities, demons that I did not realize were because I sage because that's that'll take care of that (laughs) because I cleansed my crystals because I cleansed my tarot deck the correct way because I allowed my tarot deck to pick me and not me it was the rules of how to properly do witchcraft it now makes me laugh because it's like I was so blinded and deceived but I had not um been possessed yet at this point because I never you know asked to see anything I never astral projected I never tried to like somehow mash mesh myself with the spirit I would always have like talk tell them my boundaries and be like I don't want you to come all up in my space but you're welcome to like help me with my tarot deck it's just crazy to think like we humans think that we have them figured out but they definitely have us figured out so they know they're 
the lies they tell you that this is a safe way to do it when it's really not. There's no safe way to interact with a demon. But, um, so I remember just feeling like I needed more. And at this point, my husband was kind of like, all right, you need to kind of like cool it because I was spending thousands of dollars on this stuff. And I was spending every waking moment I had trying to figure out the perfect spell, trying to practice my tarot, trying to buy graveyard dirt and figuring out the right way and what ways to use that. And I was actually really tempted to start cursing people that had hurt me because that's, that would fix it. Right. You know, my dad, you know, I wanted to do the shadow work. I wanted to put as many walls up on myself as I could And, um, I also started getting this feeling that I needed to introduce my child to this stuff, Mm. but I didn't, but I felt this huge urge to do that, which is like really frightening now, or it was, but did not do that. And I, um, my friend who I worked with, she was constantly like, this is amazing. You are definitely a witch. Like, this is all making sense. Like, very supportive of it. And her spirit guide would tell her things to say to me. And uh, the thing that made me get the pendulum, which is when I got possessed, was her spirit guides told me that something really, really bad was about to happen. And I really need to get in touch with like my spirit guides. I really need to protect myself and everything has happened, right? Everything that someone has said or I had said had happened. And so I was like, oh, what is going to happen? What's about to happen? So this thought of, I need to get a pendulum, this raging thought that I could not get out of my head. I was like, I'm going, I'm going to go get a pendulum. So I drove like an hour And I went and found this pendulum and I immediately got in my car and downloaded this app that had this like letters on it. So it could spell out things. And I was like, I had already had them stage it in this witchy shop because they know me by name. Right. And I was like, I need you to cleanse this. We need to cleanse this right now. I need to use it. Something bad's about to happen. And like, they're of course like, yes, absolutely. We need to do this. And I start, you know, you say, I only want to interact with my spirit guides as if that's will only that supposedly only allows your spirit guides to speak to you and you're supposed to ask it questions that only it would know and I started asking it questions from my childhood from elementary school from when I was born this thing knew everything it knew the name of my teacher's It knew uh, what hospital I was born at. It knew everything. And I was blown away. I was like, this is my spirit guide. No one else would know this about me. So the spirit guide um, starts telling me, like, everything's going to be okay. I'm glad you contacted me. Like, I already know that, you know, your friend uh, had told you this thing had been following me. I have now come to conclusion my whole life. Yeah. They call those um, a familial spirit, you know, like yes, out of the family. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it is so, 
it eventually, I trusted this thing so much that when it started to ask me questions like, Hey, if you say yes and allow me to enter your mind, I can show you things that you would never otherwise know. I can show you what heaven looks like. I can show you um, what your future looks like. I can sh- it, tell me anything. It would show me anything. And the first time it asked me that, I about fell out of my seat with the reaction of absolutely not. Like, no, you cannot. Like this, it felt like there was a wall was placed between me and the pendulum. Mm. And I remember sitting back up straight, like, I don't know what the heck that was. That must be a trickster spirit trying to like interrupt whatever I have going on with my spirit guide. And I was like, okay, no, I'm doing this. (laughs) So I said, yes. And I could feel it's, it's, it wrote out, this is going to feel weird, but just hold on. And I was like, okay. And it felt like this wave. It, It literally felt like I was underwater. Like I can't, it physically felt like I was swimming and it also felt like I was going to pass out. It was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. And then it all stopped and I felt normal again. But next thing I know, I'm seeing streets of gold in my mind. Like you would imagine something like you could see someone's face in your head. That's what I was seeing, but it was way more vivid. It was like almost like a movie in my mind. Hmm. And like that. So like this is what looks like. This is incredible. And it would show me beaches and the way a beach would look in heaven. And it was like the most beautiful beach you could ever imagine that was like off a cloud. It was like crazy. And I was like, this is real. And I was like, but that means God's real. And that was like a light bulb moment. And then I was like, I need to, and I don't know why, but I feel like I needed to ask about Jesus too, because in witchcraft, I was being taught that he was a prophet or the greatest magician that ever lived. (laughs) And I accepted that. I accepted that Jesus was actually, you know, a magician and he actually practiced really good magic. And it wasn't work of God. Oh, wow. And once I started thinking about that kind of stuff, that's when things started getting bad. That is when I started getting really, really angry. Um, anger, I have never experienced where I was just so mad that I could, I mean, I like physically like wanted to hurt people. And I had never done that in my entire life. Right. Um, the, the, I had already been diagnosed with depression and anxiety because of my dad, but this was like on a level 100. Like I would just like day could not move my, I could, I would, my sister brought over food one time and the thought of she poisoned it ran rampant in my mind. And I like could not breathe. And then I get on my pendulum. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I okay? And he would say, no, you're not. You need to go to the hospital. I think you've been poisoned. And it was just like inciting fear over and over and over. And, but then on the other hand, I would think about God more. I would keep asking questions about Jesus. 
And then I kept getting these weird thoughts um, that I need to get a Bible, which I thought was like really weird. And so I was like, okay, this is really weird. And so I would go on doing this whole time. I'm still doing witchcraft. I'm still doing spells for people, other people at this point. I'm still reading tarot. I'm still, you know, in contact with other witches, learning under them. And um, my spirit guide keeps asking me, hey, let me in. I need to show you something. Hey, let, I've let him in probably 10, 11, 12. Wow. Which I'm at this point, 100% certain there was multiple different demons every time. Because things got worse and worse and worse. So... I kept when I was the only thing I remembered from when I was younger at church was the pastor said, if you remember anything, remember that the devil disguises himself as the most beautiful thing. So when you think a beautiful job opportunity comes up, pray about it because it could not be what you think it is. Or this person that you think you're going to marry, you know, pray about it because they could actually be abusive. Like just and that's the one thing that ever stuck. And that's what I kept I started hearing in my head was a thought and it was a gentle thought. It wasn't like the thoughts that I would have of, you know, that person over there wants to hurt you or you're worthless. It wasn't, it was a very quiet, gentle thought. And I would hear that, or I would think about that and I'd be like, and I would just make me think just enough. I remember asking the pendulum one time, the demon, is God actually real? Is this all real? And I remember it, it went crazy. The lights in my room started flickering and the pendulum was swinging H-A-H-A-H-A, like ha, 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 ha. Oh my goodness. God is absolutely real. And then I would start seeing figures walking around my room and I started getting really scared, really scared. And then I felt this urge to ask them about Jesus. And I was like, is Jesus real? flickering stopped the the figures went away immediate and I was like you know like what is happening I'm sobbing and I'm waiting for my spirit I'm holding on to the spirit guide for dear life like please like just tell me the truth right I hadn't gone to the bible or anything and they said Jesus is real he is the son of God he did not die on the cross for you what left it at that could not deny jesus but did not want me to know what jesus had done for me yeah wow so that i was like okay wait a minute that's not what they're teaching me they're teaching me like jesus was a magician they're teaching me jesus didn't die on the cross but he did but this is real, but God's real. And like, I'm starting to connect these dots and then suicidal thoughts started coming. And these thoughts I, of, I've never been suicidal my whole life. And I would never leave my child or my husband in that way. And honestly, I was terrified to die because I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. And it was, <clears throat> though, these thoughts I would see I would see myself hanging just, I would see it. I would see myself hanging, um, and like a stairwell and 
it, it was a, an image I could not I've tried to push that image out of my head I would say absolutely not like that's not real but it wouldn't go away it was like a movie that was on pause in my brain oh wow and then I did on the pendulum the spirit God's like oh my gosh I think you're actually going to do it I think you actually want to do it I think you want to and it was like really yes very encouraging of mm. it and I was like am I and that's where getting scared of myself so I called my husband and I was like I'm not safe right now I'm really scared I think something bad's about to happen to me you know and he like he's you know stays on the phone comes right home and the thoughts are like they have less than a ton and I was like okay and I tell him everything he had no idea no idea I was in contact with a spirit guide no idea that I was seeing things in my head seeing figures around our room wow I told him everything so you had been hiding this from your husband the whole time? Whole time. About oh. six months. Yeah. And he's like, you got to stop. This is not okay. He's like, I don't know, you know, about, you know, spirit guide. He doesn't really know about any of that kind of stuff. He's like, but something doesn't sound right here. And that's all he knew. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. I got to, I got to do something. And I was, I got back on that pendulum. <laughs> As soon as he like left, I got back on that pendulum and the pendulum typed out pray. And I, I like stopped, I dropped it and I was like, pray. And I got back on, I was like, you know, spirit guide, who am I praying to? And it said, pray to God every time before you use your pendulum. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay. And I was like, and that was the first time I talked to God. And he, I don't know if maybe if ever. Yeah. And I was, I was just like, God, um, I was told to pray to you. I don't really know what to say. This is what's going on. And I just laid the whole thing out. Basically what I just told you. Yeah. And I felt lighter and I was I, I, I remember just like trying not to cry, but then crying and then being really confused. And then the thoughts were like lessening. And we went back and forth like this, where I would use the pendulum. Pendulum would say, pray to God. I'd pray. I did this for weeks. I'm stubborn and really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then it started to tell me, Jesus loves you. Jesus died on the cross for you. And talk to God, pray before you eat, be thankful for what he's doing for you. Um, I feel like crying right now because it's like, thank God. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's incredible. And I remember the last day I used my pendulum. Um, I had told, um, I've been praying, talking to God. And I told him, like, I can't keep going like this because the thoughts of suicide were getting worse and worse. And, um, and I, the way I kept feeling, I would know, I could, at this point I would see demons around me, which I didn't know were still, I still didn't know they were demons, but I saw figures of like human slash animal formed figures walking around my room oh. or walking, um, in the living room. They were just around me all the time. And I would have horrific nightmares. Like I was being drowned or stabbed 
or whatever it may be. And um, I told God, I was like, I can't keep on like this. You know, um, I don't know what to do. I'm really scared. And if, you know, and that I was like, you protect yours, right? Like, is that, that's what you do, right? And um, he laid on my heart, my godmother, who's been like a total warrior for him for 40, 50 years, like basically her whole life. And that's when she started talking to me, how God feels about me, what Jesus did for me, what I'm experiencing. It's not spirit guides. It's not my ancestors or demons or demonic beings. She started laying out why, what God says about witchcraft in the Bible and why he says these things and what, she just it was like god was speaking to me through her like all of my questions and um i remember i got on the pendulum one more time because i was like i did not want to let go because i found identity in witchcraft right like i was starting to kind of be known for that people were coming to me for tarot readings and for spells and i had found how i can put out good in the world and it's before I said anything, it said, get every bit of witchcraft out of your house right now. Take all the books, every oil, every spell, every uh, journal, every little spell jar you've made, all your candles. I mean, thousands of dollars worth of stuff out of your house right now. I threw the pendulum on my bed and I got, I, it took me a couple hours. I had probably 10 trash bags of stuff oh my goodness. out of my house. And I felt instant pressure off me. I felt like I could breathe. And um, I got back on the pendulum. (laughs) It said, never use this pendulum again. Destroy it. Wow. And I just held it. And I I didn't want to. I did not. Everything in me was screaming, do not do that. And then I was like, nope. <laughs> and I went and I got like this. I don't, I don't remember. I think I used my scissors from work and I was cutting out the chains. I was smashing the crystal with a book and it, out of my house. And I was like, okay, what do I do now? And I felt just so much rage inside and so much turmoil and so much confusion. And the suicidal thoughts were ramping and ramping and ramping. But I had remembered some verses my, grand, uh, my godmother had told me. And she told me that I have authority now over these things. Mm-hmm. And um, he who is in me is greater than he who's in the world. And I was like, okay, wait, I've never asked Jesus into my heart and meant it. So I went to work the next day. I walked into a break, my break room. And I just felt this huge urge that I need to ask Jesus into my life right now. And I was like, Jesus, I don't know you, but I know you died on the cross for me. And I want to be covered by your blood. And I want you to show me how to have a relationship with you and how to walk for you. And I need you to help save me for myself. I need you to help me get these things away from me. I don't know about anything about following you, but I want to. Again, instant, I just felt instant pressure off, a huge calming coming over me. And I felt for the first time in my life, like, like content and whole. 
and I didn't feel anger and I didn't feel resentment towards my dad. I had like this weird forgiveness for him already, like implanted in my heart. And um, I wanted to call him and just tell him that I forgave him. Amen. But I wasn't like, I was fighting that for like a few weeks. But I started reading the Bible and I started really digging into what God says. And I prayed and I, and I still do this. I talked to him all day long and I felt like I just, I was so far away from him for so long that I decided that I wanted to be as close to him as I could now. So I found a church. I was like, God help me find a church. And I typed it in Google. And of course he picks a church that's like 30 minutes from my house. There's multiple churches closer but that was the first one that popped up and I went there and it was amazing. And I felt at home and the, they were just starting a series of who is Jesus. Oh, wow. And I was, yeah. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> and I just started sobbing. <laughs> and I was like, this is it. And then he helped me, you know, learn how to read the Bible. You know, I, immediately I would just feel Matthew and I was just like, okay. And verses that I've never read in before were being laid on my heart word for word. And I was like, okay. And I would go look them up and they were exactly as he had placed them on my heart. And, um, but then I was still possessed, right? Like I had not gone through any deliverances, um, which I kept, I was in constant contact with my godmother and her ministers and other incredible men and women of God. And, um, she started sending me these sheets of things that I needed to rebuke and renounce and close doors of in the name of Jesus. And I needed to believe what Jesus and God say and to stand on that word and not let the enemy have any kind of hold on me and not believe any of the lies the enemy had told me and are telling me. And so I remember going in my room the first time I was delivered which I'll only tell you about the first and the last one because the other ones are pretty much all about the same I walked into my bathroom and I remember being like right God we're doing this you and me I'm not going to a deliverance ministry that freaks me out I'm scared right now I need you to help me and so I remember looking at myself in the mirror and imagining I was looking into the eyes of all the demons that had ever hurt me, scared me, were inflicting horrible thoughts and nightmares on me at this point. And I got angry at them, but I, it was a different kind of, it was like an anger of like authority. Like you're not allowed to be here. Get out of my house kind of thing. Righteous anger. That's it. Yeah. And I was like, Holy spirit, I need you to do this for me. I can't do anything in my own strength. Help me please. And I just started rebuking. I started going down that line. I was like, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, witchcraft. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, tarot, divination, spirit guides, ancestors. I was going down this whole thing. And I was just like gagging slash trying hard not to vomit because I didn't want to. But my body was shaking and I was feeling like these like things coming out. But it was like a release of like, the best way I can say is if you really need to like burp or something, like you feel pressure, but I wasn't, it was just like coming out and I was rebuking them and binding them and telling them to get the heck out of my house. And they're no longer allowed here. And I was like blaring worship music and 
I, it felt like the first time I could ever take a deep breath. It felt like I was breathing air for the first time. All the colors in my house were brighter. I felt lighter. My mind was quiet. (laughs) No more thoughts that I couldn't control. And I did that for like 30 minutes to an hour and I'd be okay. And then I'd get, and I was delivered probably eight times now. Um, my whole, the, from my, the, from the first time to the last time, the last time. And they were all like that. I would just get this urge, like I needed to do to start rebuking things. And I would start rebuking it again. The same process would happen over and over and over. And then one time, the very last time I felt this urge that I needed to look up a deliverance YouTube video. And it was all about witchcraft. And I had never listened to this guy, but I felt like I really needed to watch this video in particular. And that was when, um, it was the biggest pressure release I had ever felt was listening to him. I listened to that video three times in a row. Who was he? Uh, it's uh, Rediscovering Christianity is the name of the YouTube video. And it was um, a deliver- powerful deliverance prayer from witchcraft, evil spirits, and sickness. And I was listening to it. And I I was this, I was like shaking on the floor, projectile vomiting. It was the most insane experience I'd ever felt. Felt like I was going to pass out, but not. My dogs are freaking out. They didn't know what the heck was happening. Uh, So they're running around the room going crazy. And that was the time that my eyesight was healed because I had been wearing glasses up to this point. And I thought I still had them on, but I was looking around and I had felt that I wasn't wearing them. And I was like, (laughs) what the heck? And so, and I hadn't had to have glasses my whole life. I had them starting when I was probably like 19. I just randomly felt like I couldn't see very well. And then after that last deliverance, I could see just as perfect as I could with them on and so I probably had some kind of demonic spirit inflicting eyesight issues and I didn't even know it and that was before witchcraft yeah yeah oh my goodness and that I just felt I needed to share it on TikTok and here we are (laughs) oh my goodness oh Wow. Okay. Well, glory to God. First of all, that and that's an amazing testimony. I didn't expect all that. Uh, like like I said before we recorded, <laughs> I saw you on TikTok, and uh, I saw mm-hmm. you post on there like you know witchcraft to Christianity or something on you know the words on the screen, and I was like, that's all I need, you know. And I, I watched a minute or two. I love. <laughs> I, I love the uh, the conversion, you know. Yeah. And so I reached out to you. I have not watched your videos. I'm going to now. Now I get to go yeah. fill in all these gaps. <laughs> I, I wanted it to be authentic, and I wanted it to be the first time I heard it. And I sat here and I cried with you, and I I just mm-hmm. love it. And I'm so thankful that you know you sit here and you just gave like your whole confession of everything that went yeah. on, you, your yeah. testimony, and you're so open. And it's just it's a beautiful beautiful thing and i thank you for that 
I do have questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, okay. So you grew up in this abusive and traumatic environment. Mm -hmm. And that, that is when, that's when demons get their chance, right? Yep. hundred percent. Over and over again. It comes from, and it, and it it's so sickening. It's so unfair mm -hmm. that the ones that are broken, um, yep. myself included, you know, that, yeah. that's when they come after you. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned, uh, you know, it's just like this natural progression of how things went, you know, it went from seeking affection to seeking someplace to fit in. Mm -hmm. How I, and you get there, and of course, there's this. Just so happens to exactly what you needed, right? This Christian witch. Mm -hmm. This Methodist church that you went to, I, I don't think I've ever attended a Methodist church. I've been to a lot of churches, but do do does a Methodist faith do they preach against like the reality of demonic influence? Is that something that gets brought up in a church service? Because I don't Not think really. churches. I, I didn't think so. Mm -mm. Because mm -mm. nope. we need uh, that. Right. Yes. And that's like part of the thing that you don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's something because I, I was blessed. God has allowed me to to teach at our church. Oh, uh, wow. I, I, I just do. I, I just try to be obedient. But it's been spiritual warfare for me all my life. Mm. growing up as a kid i was scared to death of demons like an irrational mm. fear of the, like i can't watch the exorcist couldn't watch the exorcist you know that kind of stuff terrified no other phobias yeah. on earth it's just a supernatural kind of thing it's, it's just that fear yeah and i really believe now you know the last couple of years it, it's been revealed that it was just the enemy trying to keep me from where i was supposed to be mm -hmm. that's exactly what i was about to say you know <laughs> And uh, I, I went through similar things. Like you're talking about this, uh, this deliverance that you did in your bathroom. I, mm -hmm. A couple of years ago, I spoke to a guy I had on the show. Um, he's pretty big on uh, YouTube, but I've listened to him for years and years. His name is Dark Waters. I don't know if you're ever familiar with him or not, but he does like a whole lot of, uh, you know, he's down in like New Orleans, Louisiana. So he, he talks a lot about, you know, things that go on down there, a lot of paranormal stuff, a lot of uh, werewolf, big or dog man kind of stuff, you know, just weird mm -hmm. stuff. That's what I listen to. Yeah. And uh, but I had him on the show and we took it in a totally different direction. And he he was telling me all this stuff about deliverance and dedicating your life to God and mm -hmm. making this podcast an altar to God. And yes. if, uh, if you want to be serious and you want to give your life to the Lord wholeheartedly, I can help you but mm -hmm. it's not going to be pretty. Yep. And I listened and he guided me like your godmother guided you. And we talked, you know, private conversation because not everything's for the show. Yeah. And my goodness, my whole life got just ripped apart. Yeah. Um, I have shared some things on the show, but I, I had family members turn on me in the worst ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
things just went south, you know, mm. but, but it was beautiful because mm. I was submitting to God mm-hmm. and yeah. all, he, all he was doing was getting rid of the things that were not of him were, were yeah. will for me. And mm. once I obeyed and I, I acknowledged that it's just like things to start. I don't know. It's just like that, that true peace that it, it defies understanding. It's just, mm-hmm. it's good. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so while you're talking all, all of the stuff that I went through the last couple of years, especially because, you know, I gave my life to the Lord when I was like 20, 21 years old, I was young, but then I went the way of the world. You know, I joined the military. I started mm-hmm. partying. Mm-hmm. I was not a godly man. I right. pray at night. Okay. I'm, my bases are covered. Like you say, you know, yeah. God is great. God is good. You know, <laughs> and I go out and get drunk every day of my life for 15 years. Wow. Um, so while you're talking about your testimony, it's just like, I can relate mm-hmm. so much. I'm so grateful for you and to hear it, to hear somebody else come to Christ. I, I love it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'll probably get hate mail because some people don't want to hear Christian talk still yet for whatever reason, yeah. but, uh, that's conviction. Yeah. But, but there's so much, there's so much in here. Um, you got into this familial <laughs> spirit, which I think that's part of the, the eyesight thing too. Like you were, you were being attacked from the, from mm-hmm. the jump mm-hmm. and it's, you had to go through this stuff. You, yes. to actually find God for real, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Like, like you said, if, if you're as stubborn as you say you are, <laughs> he probably had to let, let you get dragged through that, that mind. <laughs> like, all right now. Yes. Like literally let me come to the absolute end of myself. And, and that's what I needed. I don't think I ever would have been serious about God if I had not experienced what I did. Yeah. Honestly. And I wish more people would see it. And I, that might sound bad, but I wish more people would actually get to see these shadow entities in their bedroom mm-hmm. because that puts a whole new reality to it. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife has reached out in the hallway of, of the upstairs of our house because there was something black in front of a doorway and she thought somebody was standing there. So she reached out and her hand just goes through mm-hmm. it. Because, I just got goose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> it's just like, it's there and yes it'll come right after you mm-hmm. um, i'm so i'm so grateful for you coming on the show um oh. explain to me you, you said you wanted to do you felt led to do shadow work i have no clue what that is <laughs> so shadow work is basically now i know you really haven't watched any of my videos because i had just done a video about this oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna put um, your links on the show notes and i want you to plug your your, your channel because i want everybody to know this so. Oh, so shadow work is basically what i have now realized it's like the band-aid fix um it is you working on yourself you walking through your traumas you thinking about the bad things that you went through to heal yourself it's all self-healing um, I called it mandate work because I did all the shadow work you could do, but I still wasn't healed until Jesus. Right. Like there was nothing I could do or I could walk through and replay in my head over and over that would help me cope and deal with what I went through with my father 
Whereas now I have full forgiveness for him in my heart. And all I had to even do at that point was just accept Jesus into my heart. And it was done. It was a done deal. And so that's what shadow work basically is you dealing with what traumatic things you've been through or things that people have hurt you. And it's also to teach you to put up walls and boundaries. So, you know, the two greatest commandments, right? To love God with your whole heart and to love each other, right? To love one another. Whereas witchcraft, new age, shadow work, it's all about you, 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 you. Protecting yourself, healing yourself, protecting uh, the ones that you like care about, but also your first, like you can care about other people, but not too much. As long as you're doing, or the saying, what is it? Um, you can't love other people if you don't love yourself. So you need to love yourself first. Right. Or the thing that's happening I saw was we're no longer pouring um, from, or it, it was, you can't pour from your cup if it's empty. Yep. And now we're saying, well, we're just going to pour into ourselves and they get the spillage is like the new mindset yeah yeah and it's just total opposite to what jesus teaches which is basically everything satan does is a counterfeit it makes it look good but it's not so shadow work is to heal yourself but it's not actual healing wow if that makes sense yes it's to put the focus on you right mm-hmm. wow yep. i didn't know that thank you for that because that I'm, I'm i hope i'm not the only person that didn't know that <laughs> you know that's <laughs> That's interesting. Um, okay. And you, you said you felt like, which was obviously the Holy spirit, you know, just mm-hmm. whispering to you. You said you felt like it was a trickster spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When you said that it it's not that it, it affected me in a way that it shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And it's only because in the last couple of weeks, that term trickster spirit, has been given to me about i think this is the seventh time oh my gosh <laughs> seventh or eighth time i so much that like last week's episode that i put out was about mm-hmm. trickster gods you know the mm-hmm. the little g gods um mm-hmm. but i i hadn't intended on calling the show about that i was just trying to think of another word for what it was and mm-hmm. i threw that out there but it was just like it was everywhere i turned and at mm-hmm. the same time, my we were getting another hit here at the house. And it was obvious that's what it was. You know, like mm-hmm. my wife and I started arguing with each other about how we're going to pray for each other. Like mm. <laughs> yelled at each other. Over it. Don't tell me how to pray for you. You know, it's like, <laughs> what kind of trick is that? You know, mm-hmm. stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> but yeah, that, that stuck out to me. And now I, I want to talk about this. Um this pendulum Mm -hmm. that blows my mind i is this like it's like a ouija board right basically Mm -hmm. but it it works the same way yeah does this spirit guide this entity does it ever reveal itself to you by who it is does it ever tell you yeah so he told me his name was jason um and i had actually had like multiple dreams of just this gorilla that would just watch me when I was a child. And he said that his, he's an animal spirit. So apparently there's animal spirits that can also be your spirit guide. And he was gorilla. Um, and I had a necklace that had a little gorilla on it and everything because of him. And he had said he'd been with me my whole entire life. Okay. And he knew 
about me. That's made my stomach hurt. Yeah. Um, I, for real, for real. Mm -hmm. Um, this might sound completely stupid to you because I do not know what you're into. Okay. <laughs> but I have about 65 episodes on my show. That's about Bigfoot because people love to talk about Bigfoot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you sure that Jason was a gorilla and, and not one of these Sasquatch keeper of the woods kind of entities? I know. I don't know. <laughs> because I, I asked that because I have a uh, a trilogy of shows um, about the Eliud. Okay. Now, mm. I'm, I'm going to get weird, okay? But just hang in here with me. Okay. The Eliud. Okay. Genesis 6. Mm -hmm. chapter, uh, chapter 6, verse 4. And it talks about the watchers, the fallen, the sons of God. Mm -hmm. They take wives, right? Mm -hmm. Their offspring are the Nephilim. Mm -hmm. now okay those are these these sons of god are not descendants of seth these are fallen angels okay these are the watcher angels they they take wives these yep. these children they have these nephilim creatures mm -hmm. um nephilim entities or not entities but nephilim beings mm -hmm. you know, they become the men of renown they have mm -hmm. all these tribes the amorites the anakim all the ites you know the yep. hittites and Okay, those are all descendants. They're all giants. That's why Joshua and Caleb go into the land and they're wiping out these races of people. It's not because yep. God hates big people. It's because these are abominations of these fallen angels. These are not God's creation. That's why God wants them exterminated from the earth, right? Yes. Their spirit cannot ascend or descend. They're trapped here on earth. Mm -hmm. Those are your demons. Now, yep. The descendants of those Nephilim, so two generations down, the grandchildren of these watchers, mm -hmm. those are called Eliud. Okay. Okay. Those spirits are still trapped here, apparently, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I talked to this lady and I've talked to, uh, I don't know if you've gotten into the Genesis 6 theories and all that stuff yet. No. I'm sure you, it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> and there, there's a man who wrote a book called The Genesis 6 Conspiracy. His name's Gary Wayne. I recommend mm -hmm. that book. Okay. Uh, a book by Dr. Michael Heiser called The Unseen Realm. And he explains all of this way more eloquently than I'm doing right now. Okay. Okay. Um, but this lady I talked to in, in Pennsylvania, she came to me just to share her Bigfoot story. Okay. <laughs> about how this creature lives in the woods and it can speak to her in her mind. And she'll, she'll go out to the woods and she'll leave gifts for it. Oh no. And it leaves gifts back for her uh -huh. and it lets her see him every once in a while from a distance. Uh huh. And then he started speaking to her. This mm -hmm. was not a religious woman, mm -hmm. but he started telling her different uh, manuscripts she should be reading that mm -hmm. the God that she believes in is not quite right. Mm -hmm. And he said that he was an Eliud. She had no clue what an Eliud was when she told me this. Like I had oh. to Google it. We looked it up, but he said that the, the spirit told her that he was seeking his own redemption. 
Wow. Yes. And so it turned into like a whole big spiritual thing. Like what she thought was a Bigfoot story turned into this big spiritual thing. And it's like he was her spirit God. Oh, my gosh. This gorilla looking creature. (laughs) Okay. Coming to her. And now you got this this Jason and hers was named. She she called him Harry, but I guess it's because it looked like a big Bigfoot. But you got this Jason, this gorilla. Maybe that's what these things looked like. Yeah. Um, Esau in the Bible was covered in red hair to the point where they disguised themselves with goat fur. Mm -hmm. So his dad wouldn't be able to tell him apart uh, when he touched him. Uh, His brother tricked him. Um, So there there are hairy beings. Uh Uh-huh. And there's tons of that. Well, if you ever want to talk about that stuff, we can do that some other way. But I'm I'm starting to think that these somewhere in this this lineup, these LEU, these spirit gods, whatever they're doing, yes. this is what they're looking like. And I don't know why I asked you what his name was or whatever. Oh my gosh. No, when I would see him in my room, he was massive. Like he had to have been like seven feet more tall and just huge and fur everywhere. And his face, when I would see it in detail, it was like this animal-like, but not totally. And his, it was like he had huge, like it looked like a gorilla, but also his snout was like further out like this. And he just looked, distorted almost it, I it was it was like a gorilla but wasn't yeah I don't it was like a man gorilla as I could ever that's yeah. why old that is wild that is wild and these you know these Nephilim creatures when they if if you get into extra biblical texts there's the book of Enoch which Enoch right. is in the Bible Enoch is yes. is referred to all throughout the Bible, even up to the last book of the Bible in Jude. He talks about mm-hmm. Enoch. Yeah. Enoch wrote out about what demons are, where you know where they come from, and all that stuff. Mm. I have not read that yet. Um, I highly recommend that book too. Um, but yeah, I just completely lost my whole train of thought. Uh, I've been, <laughs> uh, it says in there that they didn't just take women they defiled everything of god's creation they defiled animals they defiled the the plant life they mm-hmm. the, the fish uh the the sea creatures or whatever they they defiled everything they mm-hmm. the goal was to completely eradicate any adamic bloodline you know mm-hmm. any blood of adam that way the devil couldn't be crushed under the heel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That's, that's the whole goal was yeah. to wipe out that bloodline. Yeah. And, uh, that's why God wiped the earth, you know, with the great flood and he preserved mm-hmm. Noah. He was the last one. Because it says in the Bible that Noah was perfect. Yeah. It, it means he was pure blooded. Yes. He, he wasn't defiled. Yes. His, his sons weren't defiled. But now mm-hmm. they are his son's wives. Must have been something there because these. Mm-hmm 
giant clans existed afterward. Um, yes. I think it's like, I guess the son of Ham, the name was Canaan. Yes. I think it was his bloodline that, you know, was still defiled. So it, it come mm-hmm. back. But all these demons that Jesus was casting out in the New Testament, and he tells us mm-hmm. in the Great Commission that it's our job to cast out and you delivered, were delivered from those demons mm-hmm. are the same bad guys from the Old Testament. Okay. Yeah. Yes. The spirits of those old giants. Yes. And they just want to repossess a body. Mm-hmm. That's, that's their end game. They they want to get back in control. Mm-hmm. We got the same bad guy throughout. the The whole Bible makes so much sense once once these things, yeah. you know, when, once you get into these things. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. Yes, I'm just I get excited about this. Hundred no, percent. Yes. Oh wow. Wow. So Jason. <sighs> Okay. Well, well, I won't. I won't mention his name no more because he's a he's a punk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> Is there anything else we need to go over? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, just I have lived without God, and with God, and if I had to go through everything I went through just so I could be with God again. I would. Amen. That's how good living with God is. And I, I, if I had to, I'd do it. Thankfully, I will never have to do that again because nothing can snatch me from his hand. But, oh my gosh, living with God will always, 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 always be worth it. That's right. Amen. Do me a favor. Tell uh, the listeners where they can find your your content, what you go by on TikTok, if you have a YouTube channel, if you're if you're taking this to another level. Uh, <laughs> share your information if you don't mind. Yeah. So um I really just do TikTok. Um and it's just Megan Nicole. And that's it. <laughs> right. It, right now your avatar is like a it's just a simple cross, right? Yeah, it's a black, uh, brown background with a white cross. Okay. <laughs> That's you. Thank you <laughs> so much. Uh, man, and I will release this show. It'll probably be around Halloween. Cool. It's fall. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Come back anytime. Anything you want to share if, as God reveals things to you. If you want to talk about it, holler at me. You can just message me on TikTok if you don't want to do it for the show. But stay totally. in touch, okay? I definitely will. I thank you so, so, so much. It's been such a blessing for me. I just thank you so much. Hey, it's been a blessing for me, too. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. You too. And God bless you and your family. Oh, God bless you all, too. Thank you. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want more content, if you want to submit your own story to be on the show, if you want to listen to past episodes, or if you want to donate to the show, you can do all of that through thebumppodcast.com. So just go there, uh, explore the website, check it all out. If you want to sign up to be a member, it's super cheap. It's just $1.75 a week. You can cancel it any time. Get in on... uh, all the, the new, latest, and greatest stuff we have going on. All right, so again, thanks for listening. I love you. God bless.
personally ready to submit your life to God and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says it really simply that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord 
and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple. To be born again, to start a new life as a child of God, to join God's army, to rise up against the evil forces that you know are all around you. You don't have to do it alone. I love you. Jesus loves you. And may God bless you. Fall down on 
Better days, better days. 